Welcome to the Disaster Tough Podcast, where we talk about emergency management by emergency managers. We share stories, lessons, and tips to help keep you moving forward. I am John Scardina, the host. I share my experience as a former federal emergency response official who's responded to some of the most extreme disasters over the past decade. I now lead a private emergency management firm called Doberman Emergency Management, that focuses on emergency planning, mitigation, and response. As disaster responders, we find and endorse those products that we know will help you out in the field. If you fight wildfires, hurricanes, a pandemic, any disaster in the field, at a hospital or command center, listen up. You're missing out if you do not use L3 Harris for your radio comms. They are secure, portable, mobile, and scalable, which is great news for us in the field a truly disaster-tough radio system. Check out the XL family of radios by clicking on the show notes or simply go to l3harris.com. Welcome back to the show, everybody. It's your host, John Scardina. Man, I've been thinking about the, the latest news that came out of Arkansas Department of Emergency Management, how they're, at their, they're pretty much at their more capacity of dealing with COVID now. And so... Uh, it made me think about Craig Fugate. Remember when Craig Fugate, uh, FEMA administrator, he purchased all those body bags, and there was a lot of pushback. Um, that went through DHS and um, other federal agencies got involved, and he, the the guy just they, he purchased so many body bags back in the day because he said, "Hey, like looking at these future events that are going to be coming out." Um, we want to be prepared for that mass casualty event, especially as a federal agency. And that was pretty big news back then when Craig Fugate was talking about body bags. And, um, you know, in California, where I'm at, there was another, again, big push to um, add more body bags to each county as uh, we were dealing with the rise of COVID. And we still have everything else that we normally deal with in, um, in this world, right, between active shooter events and through, um, you know, dying of natural means and, of course, um, accidents and, you know, the, the whole gamut. So we're just adding more and more onto this this issue. And, you know, uh, I still get people questioning uh, about COVID. I mean, how many months are we into this now? Um, you know, starts in February, roughly, and then, you know, now that we're in December, so this is 11 months that uh, we really have data, 10 months if you're looking at the end of February, right, timeline, um, and yet people are still questioning it. And I think what, what we have to remember is only 5 or 6 of our population has, 5 or 6% has had to deal with COVID, and already our infrastructure is just uh, being pulled at the max. And when I'm talking about infrastructure, I'm talking about the healthcare industry, I mean, look at hospitals, look at those, those doctors, those nurses, the staff members who are already exhausted, and yet um, they, they have to deal with this. And so what happens if, if it gets much worse than that? Now, I believe it was um, the Washington Post. I, I don't know who did it, but they gave this great analogy uh, on there where they're talking about lilies in a pond. And... If you look at the the pond and you say, okay, on day one, we're going to have one lily pad pop up, okay? 
and they they every day that that number doubles so one on day one there's one lily pad on day two there's two on day three there's four right and every single day it doubles on day 40 of this pond the pond is completely full right every day it doubles on day 40 the pond is completely full what day is the pond at half capacity right the the thought process here is doubling every day so it would be on day 39 when the the pond was at half so 50% on day 39 day 40 completely full right what day is 1 128th so less than 1% 1 of 128% 100 1 of 128 sorry that's day 33. In the first 30 days, 33 days, it would still be less than 1% if it doubled every day. I'll say that again. In 33 days, it would still be less than 1%. 1 of 128th. Okay? Which is ridiculously small. In the final 7 days, because of that doubling, it massively explodes. Now, if you look at Johns Hopkins data of uh, coronavirus and um, you really look at that long-term trajectory and seeing the death toll just skyrocket, it's well over 300,000 deaths. There'll be 400,000 deaths by the inauguration. And, um, you know, we it wouldn't be surprising if we saw 500,000 deaths or more, um, even with... Uh, the vaccines coming out even with everything happening because there's going to be um unfortunately there's going to be people who say things like oh well you know once half the population's uh, vaccinated then we'll have herd immunity starting to happen or dr fauci when he said 85 percent of the population will start to see herd, herd immunity statements like that that's poor messaging because all people hear is oh i'm always in the other 50 percent I'm assuming the other 50% is going to get it, but I don't have to get it. And so it's not going to be 50%. It's going to be like way lower than 50%. And it's going to keep on impacting people and keep on impacting businesses and keep on impacting schools and keep on impacting healthcare. And then people are really going to have to come around and say, okay, I need to get the vaccine. And, you know, it's going to take a, it's going to take a really long time. Again, poor messaging. So worth, I'm thinking about all this stuff. I'm thinking about this stuff because, you know, my wife just had a baby and one month in, you know, we have to quarantine and we have to be super serious because this could impact our family. And it's, it's so frustrating. The same people who are denying COVID and want to get back to business are the same people who are the cause that we can't open businesses because one, you're not taking it seriously and two... You know, people are getting sick because of those people. So, uh, again, I just have to use that lily pond analogy because it is a really easy way to say, hey, this stuff, it's hard for you to, to understand. It's hard to, to grasp because, you know, forever, it's less than 1%. It seems like nothing's happening. It seems like there's no problem. And then all of a sudden, it, you know, it's, it's covering the entire pond. You're like, oh, what did I do? What did I miss? Well, that's that's what's what we're looking at right now.
I'm worried about our healthcare workers. I'm worried about those nurses, especially, who are already exhausted, who are just so done with having to deal with this. And, you know, they're they're not even in at the end of the first half yet. Now, I did get a really, really great email this week. It was, um, it was from my hospital. It's actually from my insurance company. And the insurance company says, hey, the vaccine's on the way. I was like, oh, sigh of, sigh of relief, right? Best email I've gotten to 2020. But what we're trying to think of here is this concept of um, trying to do right. Now, it is Christmas season. We should be talking about all this other stuff. Um, you know, we, we kind of had a fun week last week with uh, Jason clapping on the on the show. And we we're going to have Joe Hernandez um, come back on. Unfortunately... Between COVID and between emergency response and contracts and everything else, it didn't happen this week. We're hoping to have him on next week. But it did make me think, okay, like, where are we at right now? And where we're at right now, if you're listening into the podcast, is we're looking at this lily pond. And I, I need you guys to stay tough. If you're out there and you're in a new emergency manager and you've been beat up all year or you've been at this for a while and you're just so tired take a deep breath and just keep going uh, I know that sounds really hard to do um, I've been in a lot of disasters where I was just mentally and physically exhausted and this year is definitely all of the above but people are relying on us we have to use our best effort and we got to work on our messaging. I've been preaching that all year. Um, one funny thing about messaging, actually, is um, Covered California, which is the state of California's run um, health care program that's kind of like Obamacare for California. So they invested... Excuse me. Uh, that's funny. They invested all this money. Uh, that was uh, the new dad yawn. They invested all this money into these really really nice masks they're double double-sided they're they're padded there's mesh on one side there's cloth on the other side they're really thick they're like nice it's easy to breathe uh in but you know not get those particles out it's just I mean, straps and these nice straps on the side i'm talking about a mask part right they're just really really nice and then they printed on the front you know giant letters you know so that some dumb message about we're fighting this together and on the other side of that that front so that's on one half the other half is the giant logo of covered california if you have covered california it means that you're not able to get insurance on your own or pay for it completely on your own a subsidy which likely means that you're having some kind of economic impact in your life right so they want people to wear a mask Right, that tells the entire world that they're struggling. And I don't know about you, but that's not a very American thing to do, right? Like, we're not like, I still believe that Americans don't like this idea of telling the entire world, like, hey, woe is me. In fact, this whole podcast is all about whether you're American or not to, like, you know, gird up your loins, right, and get to work and um, be tough. And so, like, I just thought that was terrible messaging. 
Like the you spend all this money, you spend a ton of money on these really really nice masks, and you send it out to everybody who's getting covered in California, and who's going to wear that mask? So it makes you wonder, like, who did that contract and um, who was involved from a marketing perspective to, that thought, hey, like this will be really really good, like get more people uncovered in California, right? And it does make you wonder why again covered california is encouraging that kind of marketing in the first place it just raised a lot of questions for me from an emergency management standpoint especially a pio standpoint a public information officer like i would never have approved that right and so this call it, you know this is this is all about covid and the 11th hour of covid because hopefully we're going to be getting that vaccine that's going to be rolling out but like stay on top of it i know you're tired i know you know you want to come up with good good ideas but anytime you can encourage somebody to wear a mask you should do it and anytime you want to put your message on a mask or put your message in front of what they should be doing like that's that's just going to hurt people it's just like that guy i don't even know who he is i probably should but um he was he, i think he's um with one of the federal agencies maybe hhs or um nih but you know these conspiracy sites they uploaded a video of him erroneously putting on his mask right before he comes onto stage and then as soon as he came onto the stage to to speak he took off his mask as a ceremonial like look i'm i'm talking um, and the hypocrisy of that, like those kind of those kind of actions are just hurting. It's better just to walk on stage, right? Like that's that's poor messaging. That's poor showmanship. And quite frankly, it's irresponsible. It makes people think, hey, that people aren't taking this seriously. So just to switch gears a little bit, because, you know, that's kind of like the the rough side of it, right? Like I'm just so tired of COVID. And I want you guys to hear that I'm tired of COVID and uh, I'm trying to say to you, like, keep going. But there's something else we want to talk about, too, because <clears throat> if you're listening to this and you're, like, kind of nodding your head that you're so tired, I hear you. I'm tired. I'm a new dad. I'm tired. I'm a new dad, and I'm an emergency manager, and I'm tired. You can hear it in my voice, right? Um, But there's another kind of tired, too. There's that emotional toll that comes from working in uh, emergency response and emergency management and humanitarian aid. And um, Joe and I are going to be talking a little bit that, about that more. But if you're listening to this podcast and that toll is taking a lot of hits or people are telling you that it's taking a lot of hits and you're trying to deny it because we've all been there, it's use this podcast, use this episode as a second to breathe right? As I said earlier, breathe and get back to work. Well, this one is breathe and know that you're going to get beyond this moment. It's going to be okay. I've been there. I've talked about my experience in Hurricane Harvey where I just had a complete physical and emotional breakdown and I needed that, that, um, that moment to say, okay, my body's ex experiencing extreme stress right now. And 
Um, I know for other people out there, it can be even worse. But it is a moment. Um, yeah, you might have nightmares. Yeah, you might have really, really hard days. Yeah, you might be lashing out at people when you don't, when you know you don't want to. All that frustration, all that stress. What I'm telling you is, it's going to be okay. And this stress will pass. So during Christmas season, during whatever you celebrate, I celebrate Christmas. Maybe you celebrate something else. Maybe you don't celebrate anything at all. But it can be a time of people coming together, you know, emotionally at this point. Uh, not, hopefully not physically too much. But it's also a time of loneliness. And so I just want to let you know that you're not alone. That there's somebody else out there who knows what that feels like. And keep fighting. Keep trying to do your best. Talk to a professional. Talk to friends. Um, don't do anything stupid. And that's like kind of like the, the advice. Like, um, like I said, Joe and I are probably going to talk more about this. But um, I was at the Napa fires um, when a firefighter, a wildland firefighter, fell asleep at the wheel on the way back and died um he drove off a cliff it's like the worst way to hear about somebody going out i don't want to hear another one of you know guys or girls in, in this field something sad happening like that whether unintentional or intentional um again kind of depressing but really needs to be said like this moment will pass there are happy days ahead. It might not feel like that right now. It might have not felt like that for a while. But it will pass. And there's resources out there. I usually offer, um, you know, people to contact me for work because I write hazard mitigation plans or I write emergency operations plans, that kind of stuff. Help out with tech, um, emergency management tech. But... In this case, if you're an emergency manager right now, if you're a first responder, or, or if you're just somebody listening and you're having a really hard time this Christmas season, uh, send me an email. Um, uh, it might take me a little bit to get to it, but I will get to it. I will respond to every single person who reaches out to us. Now, we have ten to 15,000 listeners. I don't expect ten to 15,000 people that they'll reach out, but if you do, it might take me some time. But I would. I would get to every single one of them because you're important. Every single life is important. And I, I think you can trust me because if you've been listening to this podcast, you know that I'm a humanitarian at heart. I care about people. And I think um, it's nice to be reminded that somebody cares about you. So if you need some, a friend to talk to, uh, feel feel free to reach out to me through our email address that I usually provide or on social media. But you also, I mean, you have other people in your life that maybe you don't even recognize that could help you out, especially professional. And there's resources out there to, to get that. So uh, this is kind of a dual theme episode where um, it's a little bit shorter one, but it's the theme is there, right? The theme is keep pushing. I know you're tired. Keep pushing. Good days are ahead. And um, again, if you if you 
celebrate Christmas or you celebrate something else or nothing at all, it doesn't matter. You have value. You're important. And it, it's good to be reminded of that. And so that's, that's kind of my, my call out this Christmas season is to, um, to recognize that. Now, maybe I'm thinking about this because of COVID or maybe because I'm thinking about it because my son and I uh, were watching like a, a Disney movie. It was like a Disney cartoon movie and it was actually Mickey Mouse and um, his wife, I don't know, Minnie Mouse. I'm, I'm probably going to get censored for this, right? Disney's going to come after me. But the, the good news is what I'm saying is basically a review, right? Like it, he was really poor. And they were both really poor, and he went to sell his gold harmonica, which turned out to be not worth a lot, to get a necklace for her watch. And she sold her watch to get a really nice case for his harmonica. They ended up both selling the most prized possession that they had to take care of the other person. And I thought that was a great lesson. Um, it turned out that, you know, they were still happy. They were still poor. They still had all their bills, but they were happy that um, to have each other. And I just want to let you know that <clears throat> from a guy who's been there, um, you know, it it's okay to say you're struggling and it's okay to say you need some help. Um, keep keep fighting, and if you're working in COVID right now, you're gonna have to keep keep fighting. But it will this moment too will pass, okay. Um, maybe I'll give a projection projection here, what I think, um, it's going to be in the future, but, um, when this, then this will pass, but for now, um, I just want to let you guys know that I appreciate listening in and I hope you're not alone this Christmas season and, um, yeah, you have value and I hope that's a good message. Um, Merry Christmas, everybody. We'll talk to you in a week. And, um, again, if you need to reach out to me, my email is info at dobermanemg.com. You can also follow us or message me privately or message our company privately, which will definitely get to me on Instagram. That's disaster tough podcast. You can reach out to us on LinkedIn. I don't care how you reach out to me, just reach out and, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what we can do to be able to help you out. Okay, everybody talk to you soon.